This is Bliss Oasis. Change your thinking, change your life. Oasis Africa podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Ngogi. In this podcast, we shall look at the law of increase, which is the fifth of the 11 forgotten laws. To recap, we have already spoken about the first four laws, which are the law of thinking, the law of supply, the law of attraction, and the law of the receiving. If, if you miss them, you can get them by scrolling down this site. So welcome as we discuss the law of increase. It is the nature of the universe to grow, to expand, and to increase. That is why humans are always wanting more. They are always looking for an increase. You remember Oliver Twist who dared to ask for more in Charles Dickens' masterpiece under the same name, Oliver Twist? Yeah, we always want more because that is the nature of the universe. But then, in order to get more, there are certain things, there are laws governing to the wanting of this more. Whatever you want to increase, there are certain ways you need to act or do in order to increase what you are looking for. Otherwise, you may be wishing in reverse. But before we go further, let me explain a story, a real story, a real experience that I got some time ago in Eldoret. I was visiting that town and I was quite new in that town and I had booked myself at Miyako Hotel. Those who are in Eldoret can tell us whether Miyako Hotel still exists. But I was in Miyako Hotel. It was a chilly period. It was quite cold and it was drizzling throughout the day. Having gotten bored and staying indoor all the, all, all the, most of the day, I decided to go out and have a look at what was happening outside. But I could not go far because it was still drizzling heavily. It was about 9 p.m. So I stood at the pavement outside the hotel and looked at the activities going on. It was quite wet. The drizzle could be seen even under the uh, the street lights, you could see drizzling falling, sprinkles of water falling down. Across the road was a bus park, and I think the bus park is still there. And from the bus park, which was still busy, I could see kiosks of, kiosks of tea and people hanging around, maybe waiting for their buses to travel. Then out of the, out of the darkness was this small boy, about three or four years old. Who came to me and stood me stood in front of me I could see visibly that he was shaking he was a street arch urchin 
and he asked me for five shillings five shillings coin to go and buy himself tea and mandazi at the back of my mind i thought this boy has been tell must be must have spent his time the whole day asking everybody for five pop so he must be having a lot of money but then in order to get rid of him i put my hand in the pocket took the five shilling he was looking for and I handed it to him and I thought he'd just walk away and maybe accost another person and ask him for another five bob but then to my surprise I saw him sprint across the road and straight to a huge umbrella which was part of the which was a part of the kiosk tea kiosk that was there with a few people around the some just waiting for the rain to to subside other having their cup of tea I saw him go there, get, give his five shillings, get a cup of tea, a cup of tea, piece of mandazi, and he started enjoying them, devouring them. I thought the story was over, but about ten minutes later, the same boy came sprinting back. I saw him cross the road, come to me, and he told me thank you, and I could not believe it. I could feel his gratitude coming from him and filling the whole of me. And I thought maybe maybe I should have given him more. Maybe I should have, you know, I just felt like I should give him more. Just because he said thank you. But as I as I was as my hand was going back to the pocket to give him more, the boy had finished his mission. He had said thank you and he was sprinting back to the street to go back to wherever he came from so just a mere thank you made me change my mind about him yeah so again um, I can bring this in uh, this other scenario to you so that you can see where I'm aiming at once in a while you maybe you have bought a gift you've been buying gifts a present maybe a piece of cake to your child or someone you love so imagine after you buy whatever you want to buy to your child to somebody you love imagine them instead of appreciating the person comes complaining keeps complaining about the gifts and demands more or better versions then think of this other person who when you give him a gift he appreciates or she accepts the gifts and thanks you profusely in a genuine and happy and he's genuinely and happy whenever they see you but do not ask or demand for more how would you feel whom would you rather give more the first one who keeps on complaining or the second one obviously the one who is grateful and so is life usually life responds better when you give praise and gratitude this happens to a child or a student or a worker they will improve their tasks when praised if you tell somebody that he's doing well he'll continue improving but if you criticize or you condemn there's a tendency for that person to give up or stop trying interesting enough even pieces of equipment can react positively when treated well this sounds like pure magic but isn't life what it is 
Tia Magic. As we have seen earlier, this does not only happen with humans. Various experiments the world over have shown that even plants react to positive or negative energy that you give to them. A, a plant will grow healthy and firm if given love and attention and gratitude than one that is ignored and given negative emotions. Have you heard of green fingers? People who seem to grow to do very well in, in gardening, whose plants flourish and flowers flourish well, are said to have green fingers. But perhaps the secret is how they do it, lovingly and showing appreciation and positive emotions to whatever they are growing. In fact, in fact, an experiment was carried out to show how plants respond to loving energy given to it. In a classroom, two plants were placed, one on the left side of the classroom and the other on the right side of the classroom. And the pupils were asked every morning and every evening to first walk to one of the plants and give it curses, give it negative energy, telling them like I hate you, telling them you are useless, telling them you can't survive, you are you not you will not achieve much and so on then go to the other plant and give them positive energy positive words encouraging words you are beautiful i love you you're going to be great and so on a few weeks later it was evident that the plant that was giving negative energy was wilting and dying while the other one was thriving very well Back in Kenya, did you hear about a dairy farmer somewhere who pampers his cows with soothing music? And since he started doing this, the cows have given him much more milk than previously. But then, we have another very good example from the Bible. Reading Mark 11, verse 20 to 22, we read about Jesus cursing the fig tree. Let me just read a, 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 a verse. On the following day, when they came to Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing, the, seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for, fig, for figs. And he said, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. Any disciples had it. As they passed in the morning, they saw the fig tree had withered away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cast has withered. Then Jesus answered him, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown to the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, 
but believes what he says will come to pass and will be done to him. End of the quote. My point here is that uh, there must have been a good reason for him to cast the fig tree, which, as the verse says, was not time for it to have any fruit. But then again, think it this way. Imagine what would have happened if instead of cursing the tree, he had blessed the tree. Obviously, when they were passing back again, despite the fact that it was not a season for figs, the tree would be full of figs. But then, as I said, there must have been another reason. And then, in the Solomon Islands of the Pacific Ocean, it is it's said that the islanders practice a special form of cast magic. If a tree, a tree needs to be cut down and is so big to be chopped down, it is brought down by a combined effort of the islanders casting negatively and yelling at the tree. This negative energy somehow damages the tree's life energy. The results being, being after 30 days of get, getting cast, the tree dies off and falls to the ground. So what are you saying here? You are saying your words, your thoughts, particularly blessings or your gratitude will either decide for you to have less or to have more. When you put good into anything good, good comes back, according to Bob Proctor. Praise changes our observation. It makes us look for the best. It changes our perception. The law of increase teaches us that we should always be grateful and happy about what we already possess. And in doing so, we continue getting more blessings. The key to this law is to feel gratitude. The key to this law is to feel grateful, to praise for the good things and amplify the positive things that we have in life. The more you appreciate and look for the good side of things, the more you will reap. This is because you are appreciating the good things and you build yourself the momentum to move ahead to get more and more in life. When you focus on gratitude, your mind is filled with positive vibrations which attract other positive thoughts and as we said earlier about the law of attraction and the law of thinking you will continue attracting the situation and the things that will make you even more grateful it then goes without saying then that when we focus on negative and condemn instead of giving praise and gratitude we will continue attracting whatever you shall be complaining about and that is what you will receive amplify the positive side of your life and this will give you the momentum to move ahead towards greater achievement and michael 
Bernard Backwood says, we should be grateful for everything, even the bad situations. We should be grateful even when we have nothing to be grateful about. And when, and when that happens, the universe will give us something to be grateful about. Thank you for your company. And until next time, remember to appreciate what you already have and more will come. Let's change our thinking. Let's change our lives. Thank you for staying with us until the end of the podcast. You may send us comments or questions through our Facebook page, Bliss Oasis Africa. The link to our WhatsApp group can also be found on the same page. You can also send us an audio message or questions through the Anchor app, which can be downloaded to your phone. You can also enjoy music and refreshing programs at our 24-hour internet radio, and you can get it at Zeno, that is Z-E-N-O, dot fm slash bliss dash oasis thank you until next time have a nice week